in a world where every diet you know is wrong. Well, not every diet. I mean... Yes, but almost every doesn't sound as good. Yeah, but... Shut up. One man stands alone. Well, not completely. I mean... It's time for Adam Martin, the No Breakfast Guy. And let's talk fast. Fasting, fitness, and fat loss. What's going on, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I'm your host, Adam Martin, more commonly known as the No Breakfast Guy, and I hope you're doing what you love with the people that you love, and welcome to another episode of my show, and welcome back yet again. Whew, it's a Saturday night, it's late, um, I've left this podcast far too late because I was hoping that I was actually going to have someone this week uh, as a guest, but that has had to be pushed out to next week, and the other guest has been pushed out a week again from that, so... The next two weeks, we should be fine with guests, but this week, as I said, I was hoping to have another guest on, which just happened to be pushed out. So it has left me with the conundrum of what do I talk about, because I didn't really have this planned, and at last minute, I've now had to kind of come up with a podcast, but I think if I go over my last week and kind of what I've started to do, but what I've also started to see a lot of people in my 5 in 10 program do, which is not what I want to see. And I see people uh, doing this all the time and having this particular kind of relationship with the food they eat and how they kind of see that kind of calories in, calories out type equation. I think it's a good topic to talk about. And I don't think this is going to be a very long topic. Now, I know I've said this before, um, and I tend to waffle on and on and on, and I find myself 40 minutes later, and I'm still going. But this should give you an insight, I guess, of what my podcast will look like next year. Because my aim for next year with the podcast is to actually have far more episodes per week, for them to be far shorter episodes, and more kind of to-the-point type, here's your question, here's your answer type podcast but still having guest podcasts that I'll have, and they will be the longer form type podcasts that we do. So that's the hope moving forward this next year. And so this might give you an insight of kind of how that podcast might be. It might be a 15 to 20 minute type episode. It could even be shorter than that, but I really want the um, podcast to have more episodes per week so I can touch base with you guys more week, provide more value, and hopefully kind of have a much more succinct kind of here's a question, here's your answer type podcast. So, um, if I give a bit of backstory, as I said, of kind of how this week has been, this past week was my birthday week. I had my birthday on Wednesday, which is the 20th of November, um, and I was very lucky to be at a, uh, I guess we would, uh, I don't even know where my thoughts are. Sorry, let me just gather that again. We are a one-take show. I do not edit these out. This week, Amelia, who is normally with me on a Wednesday, went with her granny on that day, Amy's now on maternity leave, and if you'd heard the podcast last week where I had Amy on the show, and we called that couples therapy, and we answered all your questions, you would have heard that she's on maternity leave now. We're only a couple of weeks away from uh, giving birth to our second child. Well, I say um, we, Amy, giving birth, of course, me being there just for a hand to grab onto and crush as she goes through contractions. But um, yeah, we're, as I said, in the final stages um, all of all of that. Amy's on maternity, so it was great that Amy was home. Wednesday, Amelia went with Granny, meaning that Amy and I had the entire day to ourselves, and we got to enjoy that time together, and what we're probably thinking is going to be the last time that we're going to have alone, on our own, 
um, with no kids um, for probably quite some time, whether it's years or it's decades, I have no idea, but um, it will be quite some time, obviously, uh, taking care of a baby. We're not going to be handing that over to Granny anytime soon, and Amy is on maternity leave, so yeah, we'll be... Uh, I say stuck with this child for a while, but that's not what I want to say because, of course, I can't wait. But it meant that, as I said, Amy and I got to enjoy some alone time and not just as a kind of rushed dinner, which we usually do if Amelia's having a sleepover at Granny's house. We got to have the entire day and it um, you know, just so happened it fell on my birthday as well. So uh, we got to go to a movie, went and saw Ford vs. Ferrari. It was a phenomenal movie. Um, whether you are interested in cars or not, um, I think it's a really incredible story and it was told really well. Christian Bale, one of my all-time favourite uh, actors, did a phenomenal role yet again. Matt Damon, he's a bit of a type actor, but I thought he did very well in that one as well. Um, and as I said, just an overall good movie. Um, but kind of the point I'm trying to bring up, and here I am waffling again, I've gotten to four and a half minutes, haven't really even got to my point, but... Um, my point this week, and it will, as I said, lead into kind of the title of what you've already seen uh, this podcast to be, is that the last couple of weeks, I mean, the last six, seven weeks, uh, I've meant to have been on a fat loss journey myself, trying to drop down to about 68 kilos because I had gone on a gaining phase, strength building phase after years of being in a running um, kind of mode um, and being lightweight for that running the, almost those last three, four years. I really wanted to kind of dive into the gym. I was able to put on some weight, put on some good strength, and I was trying to cut back. But um, you know, I just haven't stuck to um, my my calories. Haven't stuck to the plan. Um, I had a good couple of weeks to start with, but just really have fallen off that. Um, and you know, just not paying any attention to the foods I'm eating. Uh, I'm still exercising plenty. Um, which is great, and most of that exercise is actually revolving still around the gym. So I really haven't kind of dialed into the um, running factor that I was hoping to go back into um, by this time. I was hoping to be much lighter by now and running much faster. But again, I've just been enjoying the gym, um, uh, and while my head kind of keeps toing and froing between wanting to run faster and feel light and feel fast and feel um, fit. Um, I am really enjoying going to the gym and then fueling that gym with more calories and uh, that's been enjoyable since it's been a pretty stressful time um, of late and I said I'm not putting any excuse onto why I've been eating more it's just that I have gotten lazy around it and I've been stressed and I'm just not paying attention to uh, the calories that are going in my mouth meaning my weight has basically stagnated and what I found myself starting to do is starting to use fasting as a punishment for the food I've been eating and I'm starting to see this more and more in the 5 and 10 group and a lot of the messages that were coming through that um, group chat that I have were starting to worry me a bit that you know I believe you know just like any CEO of a company anything that happens in that company is a fault of the CEO I find that the exact same as what this is in my program, that anything that I'm seeing as a behavior or things that are starting to be said or people are starting to do comes about as a result of the, I guess, the messages that I put through, whether I mean them to be there or not, or the kind of content that I'm putting through or the way I'm saying things, emails I'm writing, messages I'm writing in the um, group chats and things like that. These people who are in this group 
look to me as obviously a guiding force on kind of how do I navigate my fat loss program? How do I navigate the food I'm eating? How do I navigate the exercise I'm doing? How do I navigate the stress mitigation um, factors or kind of processes I do? My sleep and all those kinds of things. When I'm on song, I'm sleeping well. I'm never stress-free, but I'm really trying to reduce my stress by um, you know, minimizing the factors that kind of lead me to having um, stress in my life. I'm eating well, I'm really sticking to my plan, I'm exercising routinely, I'm doing all of these factors which come across in the videos I make, the content I put out, the emails, the podcasts, and all those kind of things. But because I have been lazy on that, I think people are starting to pick up on things that I'm starting to do. And as I said, the big thing that I've started to do, which I have never wanted to kind of have as a message come across, as I said, is either exercise as a punishment you ate for something yesterday or using fasting as a punishment. And I really want to get this point across in that I know, and this is kind of, kind of, I guess, be a contradiction of itself. I, on one hand, say you should absolutely live a life of balance. If it is your birthday, go and enjoy it. Absolutely go and eat all the food that you have. But on the absolute polar opposite of that, if your goal is to see fat loss occur, then maybe you have to sacrifice some of those things that you really want to have or do or see happen to keep you, um, I guess, on track with the ambitions that you're, you know, moving towards. And I love the quote of, you know, match your amb- your actions to your ambitions. And I am certainly not doing that. And a lot of people kind of just, I guess, are using my message of balance, 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 and taking it far too much to the extreme of, oh, well, Adam says that if I have a blowout, what does it matter? It's a long-term journey. So just get right back on track. And while I agree with that, You can't keep using that as an excuse if it's kind of coming up a couple of times a week or every week. It has to be something that, yes, on the whole, absolutely live a life of balance. But for the majority of your time, if you are trying to achieve a goal that is fat loss, you need to be strict and adhering to your calorie goals, getting your exercise in, not um, surrounding yourself with negative people or a negative environment, you know, really getting uh, involved with making sure you get quality sleep. All of these things that you hear me talk about all the time, these are not factors that should kind of just be thrown out the window just when it is convenient to you. The fat loss program or trying to lose fat loss or trying to lose fat, you absolutely need to be on song with this and this kind of idea of balance, this is where my contradiction kind of comes in that you need to kind of get rid of that idea and our mentality that you can just go into any situation and go, ah, well, what the hell with it? I'll just blow it all out tonight because Adam said I'll just get back on track tomorrow and it just comes down to calories in versus calories out. So what does it matter what I eat? Just make sure I'm on my calories at the end of the week. Yes, but no. And I know this is going to, as I said, kind of sound like I'm completely contradicting myself on two different points, but it's what I had started to do myself and I absolutely understand why people might have started to get, well, I see Adam just kind of, eating tubs of ice cream. And let me go through my Tuesday night when we had dinner out with uh, Amy. Um, We had all-you-can-eat Japanese. And I had gyozas, sashimi, sushi, sushi rolls. Uh, What else did we have? Bowls of fried rice, tempura seafood. There was tempura prawns, fish, scallops. Um, We had spring rolls. Uh, What else did we have? There was tempura vegetables in there as well. Um... You know, huge amounts of food. We then went home. I then opened up a tub of Ben & Jerry's ice cream. 
I don't share ice cream. Yes, just like the uh, episode uh, from Friends, if anyone was a fan favourite of that, when Joey is on that date with the um, the girl that he's uh, going out with, and he just, Joey doesn't share food. I'm very much like that when it comes to ice cream. This is my tub, don't touch my tub. Amy had her own tub, so it was fine, and she, we have obviously come to that agreement these days when ice cream is around. This is my tub, that's your tub, so let's stick to our own. But I ate the entire tub of ice cream myself. The next day was my birthday, went in, had a couple of clients early in the morning before I then took the rest of the day off. One of my amazing clients knows me too well, knows I love chocolate. She bought me an entire big box of Cadbury's favorites. Amazing, thank you so much, it was great. We then went to the movie. I then ate that entire box pretty much on my own. Amy had a couple of them. This wasn't something where these are mine, I'm not sharing. I was like, Amy, feel free. But I can consume chocolate like without even thinking about it. And before you kind of know, they were all gone. So within a two-hour movie, I'd pretty much gone through an entire box of Cadbury favorites. And so the rest of the day, I felt sick and I was almost hung over on sugar um, from that. But I had consumed probably close to I don't know, I'm going to say close to 5,000 calories within a 24-hour period if you kind of look at the, the night before with the ice cream and the organic Japanese, then leading into the next day with all of that chocolate. And then that night we had um, a salmon pesto pasta, which to be honest, I didn't need to eat because I was so sickly um, full from all of that sugar and chocolate and um, food that I'd eaten that past 24 hours. But you know, it was dinner time, my girls were there, so you know I was eating with them. But then the next day, my mentality is, well, all I'll do is I'll just do a 24-hour fast because then that'll kind of mitigate. I had 5,000 calories there. If I have zero calories on this day, that'll kind of even out to 2,500 calories for the day. And if I have another low-calorie day after that, that'll get me back on track and I'll be around that 1,850, 1,950 calories that, for me, is putting me into a calorie deficit. I'll be good. Yep, that's where I'm going to be. And I've started to do that far too much over the last, you know, three, four weeks, as I said, first three weeks of this program, I'm, as I said, I'm in about week seven, week eight, I should be down a good, you know, three and a half kilos by now, maybe even four kilos by now. I've barely lost a kilo and a half. Now, yes, I can, again, go back to a message I always sit there and say, look at the trend of weight over time, Adam. You're a kilo and a half down. It's positive. But I had a really good first three weeks, and if I look at the last four weeks, I haven't moved weight at all. And no, that's not because... My body's going into starvation mode because I'm um, fasting for too long. It's not because I'm skipping breakfast. It's not because I'm eating carbs. It's because I'm eating too many calories. And this is the point that I wanted to get across with this here today as kind of a, a couple of prong kind of points that I want to make is that you are 100% responsible for the body that you live in. You can't put that blame on anywhere else. You can't sit there and say, ah, oh, it's my hormones. It's that time of the month. Oh, whatever put in there. Yes, there's going to be absolutely for females going to be times where that weight fluctuates. But if your weight hasn't moved or your progress hasn't moved, don't always look at the scale weight as your progress, especially if you're a petite female who is only looking to lose one or two kilos. The scale weight is not something that you should be focusing on as your kind of sole, um, I guess, indicator of progress. But if you're someone that's 30 or 40 kilos overweight and you haven't seen a single um, you know, gram, kilo come off that scale in that four weeks, there's only one reason why that has happened and it's because you're eating too many calories. It's plain and simple from that. And whether you're doing it because you're doing what I've been doing and kind of restricting binging, restricting binging, or 
you're just eating too much throughout the day, whatever the factor is, your calories are in a level where you're not in a deficit and that's why you're not seeing the results. And as I said, I'm seeing it far too much and the kind of, I guess, language that people are starting to use is, oh, Adam's message of balance. What do I care? Throw it out the door. You know, tonight's a big blowout. What do I care? I want you to get away from that being your scapegoat to allow you to just do as you please. There has to be sacrifice on any fat loss journey. And whether that might mean forgoing drinks on Friday nights every week with your um, colleagues, sure, maybe at the end of the month you might have drinks. But if you're been going every single week and you need to make a change, that change might come about from, well, every other week or three out of four weeks in the month. You just say, not tonight. I'm not gonna have drinks tonight. You can still go out with those friends if you want and you can still have a good time. You don't have to have the only way you can enjoy your time with family, friends, colleagues is through food or through um, drink. If that's the only reason that you're going out, then I wouldn't kind of say that they're quality friends or people that are in your life. You should still be able to enjoy the company of you know people who are very close to you without having to rely on food um, or drink for that. And as an example, I was um, in a very um, strict uh, fat loss phase leading into one of my uh, races not too long ago. And it was one of my best mates, and I was part of the uh, bridal party as well. Is it bridal party or one of the groom party? I should say, but how you know, um, it was uh, his bucks party, and I'm as I said, I, one of his very closest friends. I was part of the uh, bridal party, and I said, "Well, I'm, I'm not drinking." And quite a few of the people at there, very closest people, on there, they completely understood. And I've always said, you know, what's that quote I say? Um, those who actually matter don't care and those who do care don't matter. In that there was a few people in that it's like, Adam, why aren't you drinking? You know, it's one of your best mates, you should be drinking. Oh, you know, oh, you know, you you're racing, oh just have a night off, just relax. And I was like, No, no, I'm fine. I don't need to drink tonight. I can still enjoy this and be there for my mate and enjoy the night with him. And so these are some of the things you have to do. And I'm as I said, I'm by no means a saint in this, and I've certainly been over the last um, few weeks not paying attention to the food I'm eating and I'm starting to use fasting as a punishment. And I say punishment as a lax term, but as a punishment for the food I've eaten the day before or that week before and kind of massively cutting my calories and not paying attention to my very own words that I always say is that if you have a, a an off day, an unplanned day or where food does go awry, it does happen. You're human. You're not perfect. None of us are. But if then you make that choice again, or that kind of event happens again in a very short period of time after that, that's now a choice. That's not a mistake. You know, if you've gone six, seven weeks and you've been really um, strict with what you're eating, how you're exercising, how you're getting your sleep in, all of those factors that I always talk about, and then a Friday night comes about and you'd said to yourself, no, you know, I really wanted this, but you slip up and you have a few drinks and then you have a bit too much to eat that night and you really blow out um, your calories today. That's a mistake. That happens. But to then turn around and go on the Saturday night, well, it happened last night, so uh, you know, why don't I just blow this weekend out and I'll start on Monday? That there is the choice. And that there is where you now need to make those switches in your mindset and get away from just like, oh, well, Adam says balance. Let's me just get back. No, no. You are only ever one meal, one workout away from getting back on track. 
Friday night happened, you've been on song and on point for the last six to seven weeks, get right back on track on that Saturday. Get up early that next morning, go and get some exercise in, get a good um, fast in, break that fast with some quality food again, stay hydrated, get some exercise, get some quality sleep, get back on your eating plan, get back to doing what you've been doing for those six to seven weeks right away. Do never, do never, never let some action or something that you had done that wasn't part of your plan be your excuse to continue to do that. And I'm full of cliches, but it's, I think um, I've had him on the show before, Sam, Sam Vorgier, um says this, and I love this analogy. It's like driving down the freeway. If you were driving down the freeway right now, and you, you know, you're planning on going to the ice hockey arena or whatever, I don't know why ice hockey came into my mind, but you're going to the ice hockey arena, and you're meant to take the 35 exit, and you go past the 35 exit, and you're, oh, I missed the 35 exit. You wouldn't then just put your foot down on the accelerator and just belt down that freeway, going, well, I missed the exit, so what's the point? Can't get to the uh, to the uh, ice hockey arena anymore. No, all you do is you wait for the next exit to come along, take that, sure it's a slightly different direction where you were, it'll still get you to where you want to be in the end. This is exactly the same mentality that so many of us, and I'm guilty of, and many of you I'm sure are guilty of as well, is that when you have a mishap, you miss the exit, on your diet, you just go full send, that put my foot down, what's the point, I miss the exit, there's no point, I can't get to um, where I'm heading to, so what's the point, I'll just keep going, belting down that freeway. No, no, just the very next exit, you know, as an analogy to the very next day, get right back on track, find your pathway back to where you were heading to again, and get back on track to heading towards that ice hockey arena again. Now, I know I've been all over the place with this podcast um, today, and I said, I'm going to, you would have already seen the title of it, it's going to be, don't use fasting as a punish, punishment for what you ate yesterday. But there's a few really kind of core points that I want to get across in this podcast, and I hope that it has come across in this 21 and a half minutes that you've been listening to it, is that one, like this um, podcast title says, do not use fasting as a punishment for what you have eaten or not eaten the day before. Fasting should be an addition to your life. It should be a positive influence on your life, and you should enjoy the benefits that come from fasting. You know the stable energy that you get. You know better feeling in your digestion. You know increased energy with your workouts, maybe mental clarity. These kind of things that can. You know I have reported to me all the time. I have felt myself that fasting has helped people gain um, into their life. It shouldn't be as a way of oh well. I'm just now restricting the eating window and restricting the amount of calories I'm getting in. I can abuse that by having that even longer because I had a big day of food yesterday. That is not how you should be looking to use fasting. And this is something I have to tell myself because I've been doing it myself and I'm here to tell you, stop doing it because if that's the mentality you're going in, you are still having a negative kind of mindset around food and yourself and I want you to get rid of that negative mindset and kind of food being some evil thing that's kind of adding calories to your body. We are incredibly blessed. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're in the top 1% of people all over the world of how lucky you are to have been born into the greatest time in human history. Not only that, into a place where you have access to knowledge and you know uh, medical um, stuff and 
technological stuff that allows you to kind of live this incredible life. You should be grateful for that and grateful for the fact that you have access to food, have access to fresh running water, have access to facilities where you can go and exercise, safe environments where you can be outside and run around. You're incredibly lucky to have been born into that. You could have been born a tree, you could have been born a bus, you could have been born into you know, a dictatorship type country that doesn't allow you or doesn't give you the rights to kind of allow you to live the life that you want to. And so listening to this podcast, if you're here now, understand how unbelievably um, lucky you are. Use food to nourish your body. Don't think of it as a negative thing that, oh, you should be scared of all the time. Yes, calories in versus calories out, but embrace that and see how you can use those calories to you know, enhance your life rather than seeing them as just a, oh, you know, I really want to minimize these because the more I minimize, the more weight I lose. See how you can use those calories to really make you feel better than you ever have before. You know, m- putting more nutrient-dense based foods in that, increasing your lean protein consumption, be that from animal products or plant-based products and see how you can start making you and your body perform better, feel better, both mentally and physically. And then, as I said, stop having this you know, restrict binge type um, relationship between, I ate too many calories, I need to restrict calories, oh, I've restricted calories, I feel deprived, I need to have more, I had too many calories, oh, I need to restrict calories. And this cycle that just goes on and on and on, it's not how you should be using fasting, and I want you to stop it now. Mental note to myself, and to you from hearing this. But as I said, I know I've been a big contradiction in this particular podcast. So the second point I wanna get across is, yes, hear my message of balance. Absolutely, let's call that the left side of the equation. Hear my message of balance. Yes, if you have a mistake, you have an unplanned meal, you don't go to the workout that you're meant to, or you're not following the plan as you intended, that's fine. Do not go full send down the freeway, get off at the very next exit and just keep moving yourself towards the goal that you intended to have when you started out on this journey. But on the extreme other right hand side of that is that understand there's going to need to be sacrifices. You can't just hang your hat on balance and expect that you're gonna see results. If you keep playing the same, I guess, game, don't make any changes to your life on that balance and you kind of just go, too full in on that balance and nothing's really ever happening, you need to go to the other extreme on the right-hand side and understand there needs to be sacrifice. You can't always go out for Friday night drinks. You can't always have the cake at your friend's birthday party. You can't always have a second helping of Sunday night's uh, roast at the grandparents' house. All of these things that you know you have been doing but haven't seen you having results, you need to start making sacrifices on them. And I'm not saying you have to need sacrifices on all of them. Don't say you have to have sacrifice on them for the rest of your life. But this period of time, you might need to make, or no, you do need to make sacrifices to allow you to start making progress towards your goals. And just, and this again, this is another analogy, I'm full of them tonight. It's just like saving for a house. If you want to save for a house and put money away, you have to not buy those fancy handbags, go on holidays, buying new cars, all those kinds of things where you might have been a bit willy-nilly with in the past to start saving and get some money into the bank, you need to start making those sacrifices. And when there is some money in the bank, you can be a bit more lenient on kind of how you're saving, but you've still got that savings plan in place. Same thing with your food. Put in the years of consistent work that will allow you that flexibility down the line. I get away with it 
because I've been at this for 20 years. You know, I'm 37 years of age now. I can remember starting to go to the gym when I was about 16 years of age. So I've been pretty consistent. And before that, very active child, always eating well, played a lot of tennis, very active at school, did a lot of exercise and ate quite well. So realistically, for 30 plus years, I have been eating really well, exercising almost every single day. So I've built up a bit of a nest egg that allows me to have a little bit more flexibility and leniency in how I attend to my diet and exercise regime now. If you're someone who has been living a life of a sedentary, a sedentary life, not much exercise, doesn't really kind of take care of your food, um, food and your health and well-being as a general, and you find yourself now 30, 40, 50 kilos overweight, you don't have that leniency because you haven't put in the time. You don't have that savings behind you where you can kind of draw upon it and take a few days off. Just like my client Max at the moment, who we've had on the show a couple of times now, he was at 200 kilos. He's been basically strict for the last nine months, which has almost got him to losing 60 kilos in that last nine months. He hasn't gotten there by being balanced with his approach. He's gotten there by being dead strict with his food every single day, dead strict with his exercise, now whether that's walking or going to the gym, dead strict with his sleeping habits. Now yes, there's certainly been days where he's fallen off that, but right away gets right back on track. If you are in that position where you are 30, 40, 50 kilos or more overweight, you haven't been living a life of balance. You've been living a life of extreme on indulgent side. So to just get you back into balance, you have to live now a couple of years back in a strict way to bring you back into that middle and find your balance mark. You have to put in that work. You have to lay the foundations to allow yourself that leniency later in life. If you want that flexibility, you have to find strictness and kind of a strict regime right now. So they're the two points, as I said, I really wanted to get across in this particular podcast in not using fasting as a punishment for what you ate yesterday. And yes, hearing both my points of balance, but both my points of balance and being strict, that they play an integral part um, along this journey. And finding yourself in the middle or finding yourself far to the left and being too balanced is going to see you make no progress whatsoever. You have to have times where you are extreme right and being strict with it all and not listening to my message of being balanced. You should not give yourself excuses of getting out this. You should be dialing in on that exercise, dialing in on that diet, dialing in on your sleep, dialing in on you know being around positive people in a positive environment. So I had hoped that this was going to be about 15, 20 minutes. Like I always do, I waffled on, but it is shorter than what I normally do. So this will kind of give you that idea of kind of what my shorter podcast will be about, having a certain point, talking about it, discussing it, exploring the different kind of nuances within it. And I do hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. And as always, I hope you found value from this podcast. And if you are still with me and you have listened to the end, I love you as I always do. Uh, As always, guys, can you screen capture this? You know, tag me in it, show me that you're loving it. Take two minutes, jump across, give me a five-star review, put in a five-star review and put in some comments. Um, That would really help me along. Um, You know, we're still sitting in the top 30 of um, health-related podcasts, which that comes down to you guys. Um, We will be over 50,000 downloads um, to this point. My head was thinking if I can get, I think I said this on last week's podcast, if I can get 20,000 to 25,000 
listens in the year, I would be extremely happy. That means I was getting 500 listens per episode. I thought that was a really big goal, but the fact that we've doubled that and we're not even at the end of the year, um, I'm extremely grateful that you guys are even listening to this. Um, Next week, as I said, uh, I'll be chatting to a um, Dr. Tanya uh, Cates. Yates? Cates. Cates. Um, She uh, has done a PhD in some very interesting studies, and we'll certainly hear about that. But I'm going to be bringing her on to talk more about Pilates. Is it beneficial? She loves, um, obviously, she's going to be biased towards that. But um, is it beneficial? What's it beneficial for? What um, you know benefits are there for doing it? And should you be including it in um, your regime? So I think she's going to be um, a really valuable person to chat to and have a listen to. Um, and I've known her for years. Uh, she's an exercise physiologist herself as well. So I think that's going to be a great chat. The week after that, I've got a really interesting guest on um, who just finished her um, master's degree as well. Um, in around kind of female relationships, female sex drive, female related stuff. I don't exactly kind of know where it is, but I think it's going to be a really interesting chat nonetheless, and I think you guys are really going to get a lot out of it. So that'll be the following week after that, which I think will bring us to, this will be episode 47, that'll be episode 48, 49, there'll be three episodes left for the week. There'll definitely be episode in, in before the end of the year that'll be talking about the fact that we are new parents and how we're going there. So there's going to only going to be another couple of episodes after that. Who will be on the show? What will be talking about? I don't know. But guys, that's been another episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I really, really, really appreciate the fact that you are with me every week. Um, you know, it's a standard kind of about 800 to 1200 um, listens that I get every week. And so I'm presuming many of you that come and listen to that come every week. And for that, I, as I said, I'm incredibly grateful. And so because there are you know, 800 of you to 1,000 of you, I know there's plenty more. Could you please, again, I ask, um, go and give me a five-star review. Go and put some comments in and just give it, you know, something nice to say there. That would really help me out. If you're listening on iTunes, everyone on Spotify, thank you for listening on Spotify. But, of course, um, you can't do reviews or anything on that. But, guys, thanks again. I hope you're well. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, whatever you're doing, I hope you are loving it and you are with people that you love. I love you. Thank you very much. I'll see you next week. Ciao.